This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. Buddy, uh, thanks for listening. This is Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well. We are back to Monday. It is actually a holiday here, but I decided, you know what? I like doing this, so we're going to get a podcast out anyway. Often I take the holiday days off, but we're here and we're going to do it because you know what? I've been getting the, um, the nudge here that there's a little gap in what I've been talking about that I kind of need to fix. And so I actually am going to use the podcast and I'll probably do some writing as well, but I'm going to use the podcast to kind of fill in the gap. So my cards are giving me this nudge to talk about this idea of getting past the lie that your reality is showing you. So there's a couple of different ways we can look at this. We can look at this as what happens when you sort of defend defend the conflict in your reality, or we can look at the more human response and how we get through that. So um, let's see, let's see where this goes. Let's see where we end up. So here's the idea We're, we're, and this is, this is going to be, this is my scenario, arguing with and defending reality. Okay. So, so I have this money story thing in the background, right? So for years, I had this money story thing in the background. I had collectors calling. They wanted money. I didn't have to give them. Um, and and I was very afraid of all of that. That that terrified me. That stuff really scared me. And it caused me a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety and a lot of worry. And, oh, I don't know, six, eight months ago, I guess, I, I, I sort of, I had to drop it. So what I did was I just sort of ignored it. I stopped answering the phone. I stopped answering emails. I just sort of dropped all, like I dropped all of it, all of it. And I taught myself in the process how to get over the worry and the fear. And I did it with with bills, like normal household stuff, right? Like the, the internet bill or the rent or something, right? Like I did it with with sort of the normal, the normal day to day, the things you can't sort of get rid of, right? The things that are there. So I did it with those things. And the way I had to do it was not fix it. That was the first part, right? So when we're arguing with our reality, what it says is that, and when we're, we're, we're defending the conflict here, what it says is that we can't do X because I can't do this because of that, right? The, my reality is showing me limits. Okay. So I want to bring it back up into present day here because I did drop it and nothing happened. And then in that process, I learned how to kind of get out of the worry and the fear because I literally had to sit on my hands and not do anything. So what the worry and the fear was doing was it was um, taking my attention away from what I should have been doing, right? Which is this kind of stuff, my work, right? 
it was taking me away from that and I wasn't I wasn't doing it, right? So what's the thing that's going to fix money problems? Well, your biz, Laura, that's the thing that's going to fix money problems. But if you're sitting around paranoid, worried, in fear, then you're not working on your business. So it's not fixing your money stuff. So now, I mean, it was perpetuating a cycle. So the cycle was just, just continuing. So I dropped it for six months. I did nothing. I started, during that period, I, I got really clear in terms of my message, in terms of what I'm talking about here, in terms of what I'm doing, right? So it's it's been a process, I've, I've gone through it. So here we are now in, in today. So it was about a week, week and a half ago, I got the nudge, it was time to start answering the phone and talking to these collector people. I basically have come full circle now, we're, three, we're 360 degrees all the way around the loop. I'm back to essentially where I started, okay? Where did I start? I started with no money, no ability to pay collectors that are gonna call me and harass me. Where am I? No money to pay bills, collectors are gonna call, it's gonna be a problem, okay? So I actually called all of them. I started answering the phone, I called all of them. I made arrangements with people to get things paid. Money's still not there, nothing nothing magical changed. I didn't fall into a pot of, a pot of money. And I still have a business and I still have to work. And I can't stay in worry and fear. And I'm trying to do a bigger course and a book project for myself, something that I've wanted to do for quite a long time that I, I haven't allowed myself to do. There's a reason most of my books are between 50 and 100 pages. And that reason is because I never allowed myself to commit to longer projects. It wasn't because I had nothing to say. <laughs> it was because... I never allowed myself to commit to longer projects for fear of what would happen if I wasn't making bits of money here and there and everywhere. That's why I don't have anything bigger out there. That's why the courses are short and sweet in half an hour. That's why the books are mostly 50 to 100 pages. I think I have one that's just over 100 pages. I finally broke the 100 page barrier. This combination of writing a full-length book, so we're talking 200 plus pages, I have a lot to say, and the course, a full-length course that goes with it, means I have to sit on the book until I finish making the course and then put them both out together. And I have to allow myself to commit to that while talking to creditors that want their money and I don't have it to give them. And I have to do all of that while not being in worry and fear. And that's how I fix this. That's how this cycle breaks. That's how this ends. That's how we stop it. Did I mention this isn't easy? This, this is a process that, that you have to go through and to get to here, okay, to be able to do this, right? I wouldn't have been able to do this six months ago. I wouldn't have been able to do this eight months ago, a year ago. I definitely wouldn't have been able to do it before then. There was no way. I was too paranoid. I was in too much fear and too much worry. So the way to end a cycle, a perpetual cycle, is you have to stop doing the thing that creates the cycle. So the first thing you break is the physical response. Whatever it is you do to try to fix the problem in the outside world, whether it's borrowing money like I was doing, or whether it, I, I don't know what it is, what, whatever it is that you're doing in the outside world that, that you attempt to solve the problem with. Okay, that's the first thing. You have to let the card, the house of cards collapse around you. You have to allow that tower to come down. You have to. 
That's the first thing. You have to do it. And that is freaking scary. It's freaking scary. But you sit on your hands and you worry and you fear and you're paranoid and you sit in it and you let that house come down around you and you do nothing. The idea with that is that you learn that you'll be okay. Even if something does happen, good or bad, what you learn is that you can handle it and you will land on your feet. That's the idea. Right? So what did I do? I didn't fix the rent. The rent didn't get paid. We ended up evicted. We ended up in a house. Okay? You land on your feet. That teaches you that those worries and fears aren't the problem. They're lying to you. That habit of feeling that you have isn't true. It's a lie. So once you land on your feet, now you can deal with the worry and the fear. So if rent money is short again, then you start having and by the way, it changed. When I stopped worrying about the rent and we moved, now I don't deal with rent anymore. It gets paid without me. I'm not dealing with it at all. I haven't dealt with it now in six months. It's not mine. Okay? So, so <laughs> I haven't dealt, dealt with it since May, right? It's, it's not mine. And, and that's the thing. Just stop. And, and when you stop, the whole thing changes. The whole paradigm changes. It just shifts. And that's what happened for me. It just shifts. I'm not suggesting that, that maybe that's what you should be doing for yourself. Listen to your intuition. Figure out what the thing is and figure out what the next step is for you. This was my process, right? So just figure out what the next thing is. Stop doing the thing, right? The physical thing. And then understand that worry and fear is a habit of the mind, and you have to stop that. And how do you stop? How do you get over worry and fear? You literally have to redirect your mind like a three-year-old going after a light socket. You just have to keep reminding yourself there's nothing to be worried about and keep redirecting back to what you need to be focusing on, right? So at the bottom of all of this, of those processes is a very, very, very firm decision that we're going through. Okay. So the only way out of any of these cycles is through them. The process of deconstructing them, A, the physical thing that you do in the reality that, that attempts to fix the problem, and then B, the, the emotional mental thing where you overthink and you worry and it causes fear and all of that, right? And so you have to break those two things one at a time. If you try to do both, you'll, you'll, you'll fail miserably. You can't. But at the base of that is the very firm decision that we're doing this. And it doesn't matter come hell, high water. It doesn't matter what the F goes on. It, it just doesn't matter. We're going through and I'm doing it. And I don't give a rat fig what happens. Right? You just have to decide that there's one way and this is it and this is what we're doing. 
and I follow the intuition, I listen to the guidance, I do what I'm, I do what I'm told <laughs> effectively. And it's, it's a thousand little leaps. And, and I write a blog pretty much every time I do one. And, and I, or I have a podcast pretty much every time I do one, right? So it, like, it's constant. I'm always in this process. And you, you see it, I model it constantly. I'm doing it all the time. There's always this little jump to make. There's always the next thing. But what I've learned in doing that is that I land on my feet every freaking time. The, the mind, the story the mind made up was not true. It was a lie, 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 lie. It wasn't real. And so when I allowed the things that I was afraid of to quote unquote happen, most of that stuff never materialized. It never happened. And even when we did get evicted, it still didn't matter because we ended up better off than when we started. So it was like, you know, because the, the kids had been wanting to move into a house. Well, guess what? Right? So it's like, it, it works out. It, it works out. It's weird how the universe does this, but this is what happens. Defending your reality means you sit in the fear and the worry and you say, I can't do this because of that. So I said, I can't write a longer book. I can't write a longer course because I'm worried and afraid about money. And so I have to keep offering these short things. I only have a few weeks to commit to write 50 pages and then I got to get this book out because I got to earn money on it, right? I, I wasn't allowing myself the opportunity or the time to do what I actually have been wanting to do for a few years. But I was too paranoid, too worried, too afraid to do it. I'm not suggesting for a second that any of this is easy, but what you have to do first and foremost is decide that you're going through and it doesn't matter if you got to walk on hot coals, you're going. And you decide to make those leaps and it doesn't matter what happens, walking on coals, falling flat on your face, landing on rocks, no parachute, doesn't matter. You do it. You do it. And the more you do it, it actually does get easier because what you start to recognize is that you land on your feet. Is that you're a cat and you'll be fine, right? You're just missing the tail and the fur. You, you will land on your feet. Like, that's it. But it's that choice to go through it. No matter what. No matter what. You do not waver from it. It doesn't matter what the universe throws in your face. You do not waver from it, right? It doesn't matter what that collector calls and tells me. I'm not wavering from it. I get off that phone. I go back to work. I don't worry about it. It's not mine. I'm not being afraid. That's their stuff. It's not my problem. I can't even fix it even if I wanted to. So I'm just going to go do something else because it's not mine. It doesn't matter. And I'm going to move through it. I am not wavering from what I'm doing. So it came up yesterday, little twinge of something, right? Pulled like two cards, I think, and they were yelling at me and I was like, okay. And I just sat there and I wrote 1500 words. I challenged it instantly. I'm not letting it even remotely think about getting there, right? Like we're not doing it. So if, if it comes up, it's boom, here's 1500 words. I will not allow anything but what I'm doing, right? And people say, well, what about the emotions? You have to allow all of this. Okay, but not here, not this, not this way. You can't. 
the worry and the fear, the, the twinges of things that come up, the maybe I shouldn't be doing this, you know, even if it's worthiness, even if it's I shouldn't be doing this imposter syndrome kind of stuff, even if it's that. If you acknowledge that, it perpetuates the cycle. If you acknowledge that, you kick the can down the road and it happens again. You cannot acknowledge that stuff because if you do, it will keep you stuck. Every single time. You cannot acknowledge it. Everybody talks about wanting to acknowledge feelings and I'm like, don't you dare. Because if you acknowledge it here, you're done. The cycle starts again. You'll repeat. You'll repeat March because that's how this plays out. You cannot acknowledge that worry and that fear. You have to learn to shut it down. Redirect yourself, go somewhere else, do something else. You have to shut it down. You can't sit in it. And you know what? Eventually it does go away and you stop being afraid. I get those little twinges now. I just challenge it immediately by doing something like I did yesterday. You know, just sit down, write 1500 words. Immediately I just challenge it. Fear goes away within the first 100 words, right? And that's it. It's done. Right? I don't actually have to do very much to get myself out of it, to redirect it, to move around it. And it's not a problem. The hardest part is just, oh, this is what I got to do to fix it, right? Awareness of myself enough to know that, oh, I can't sit here. I got to, I, I have to move through this, right? I'm not allowed to hang out here, right? And we're just retraining ourselves. That's all because those, those, those emotions are just habits. They're not real, right? Even the, the perceived limits you have around you are not real. They're, they're lies. They aren't true. And the, but the only way to bust through them right? The only way to bust through the one-way mirror that keeps showing you these limits, the only way to crack that is to stop doing the habits. The habit of fixing in the outside world, the habit of worry and fear. The only way you change it is to stop doing it. When you acknowledge and sit in the worry and the fear, you're defending the conflict in the outside world. You're defending those limits. You're saying, yeah, but the worry and fear is more important than me doing the bigger thing that would probably get me out of the problem that I'm in. Right? I made the worry and fear more important than the work that I do in my biz. Well, guess what? I stayed in worry and fear. <laughs> Can't stay there. I had to figure out how to get by it. And it took a long time. It wasn't a one-shot wonder. That wasn't, it wasn't, e it wasn't easy. It, it wasn't easy. Some of the hardest moments that I've had in my heal, on my healing journey, you know, the last, the last seven years or so, were actually probably in the last year or two. Some of the hardest moments that I've had were breaking the cycle of worry and fear of lack. That, that was some of the hardest stuff that I had to do. Not, not fixing things like that not stopping that, stopping that cycle. That was some of the hardest stuff I had to do, right? So if money is your thing and you're really good at ignoring it for like 28 of 31 days in the month, and then you freak out for those last three days, your cycle's repeating itself. You have to stay in it in those last three days. You have to stay in it when it's the hardest to do. That's when you have to sit in it. 
You have to ignore it. You have to ignore it. And in order to break it, right? You don't, you, you don't get, I don't want to say you don't get the easy path. The easy path comes once you break the stuff, right? Once you stop doing the thing, <laughs> the, life gets to be easy. It doesn't have to be hard. But first you got to break all these stupid cycles you're in. First you got to stop defending the conflict in your reality that tells you you can't do these things. When you make up excuses because you look around you and you say, here's the limit, you're going to stay in the limit. The fence stays put until you decide to do something different. You have to change it. And you got to make that very firm choice to no matter what. If you have a stubborn streak, this is where you use it <laughs> because it works. You have to just decide, I'm doing it. I don't give a rat fig. I don't give an F. I don't care what the hell goes on. I'm going to do this. And that's it. And there's no wavering from that ever. And if you catch yourself for a minute or two, you immediately challenge it and do something different. You swap it instantly. You don't let it get to you at all. That's how you fix this stuff. It requires this level of sort of stubborn determination that says, I'm doing this and I don't care if the whole world blows up around me. This is what I'm doing. And you just have to trust that you're okay. That even if it does burn up around you, you're going to be fine. This is what it's all about. This is how these big cycles break. They break because you stop responding to the cycle. And it's a process. It requires you break the physical thing that you do. You sit in the worry and fear. You allow the whole thing to collapse. Now you start to break down the worry and the fear because you just keep redirecting and ignoring it. Eventually it goes away, right? You're, there's no fear anymore because there's nothing to be afraid of. And you, and you start to realize that, right? Because what you're doing is you're paying attention to what's happening around you. You're actually watching. Like, you're literally watching sort of from outside, right? So I talk about that helicopter thing. Well, yeah, this is kind of the helicopter. You sort of get up and you sort of watch the thing happen. And, and you watch your reality. And, 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 but the deal is to look around and not make up a story. So it's like, did anything bad really actually happen? No. Did I end up okay? Yeah. Am I still alive? Yep. Got everything's intact. Okay, cool. Nothing happened. Great. So I was worried for no reason. Yeah, I, I had that moment. And, and you do have that moment, right? You do have that moment. And, and, and you realize that, that you spend a long time worrying and being afraid of things that you didn't have to worry about or be afraid of. And when you get there, when you have that moment, even when you come full circle 360 back to it, and I'm in the same place, scenery's real familiar right now, and I, there's no fear. I don't even care. My job is just to knuckle down and keep working and not let this stuff bother me for as long as they want to leave me here. Whether it's a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, six months, for as long as they want to leave me here, my, my job is just to knuckle down and do my work. That's it. My job is to keep going to do the project, 
to write the book, write the course, get it out. That's it. That's what I do. And if I stay in it the whole time I write the book and the course, then I stay in it the whole time I write the book and the course. That's it. No worry. No fear. Don't care if it's blowing up around me. Don't care if there's flames. Don't care what falls on my head. Go. That's all. That's all. That's how I break it. That's it. And then it's easy because then, then the universe jumps in, does what it's supposed to do, right? Does its job because it's not mine, right? I'm not responding to this lie. I'm doing exactly what you want. I'm not responding to this lie. I'm laughing my head off. This stuff is funny. I'm not playing, right? It's literally take your ball and go home. That's what the universe wants you to do. Take your ball and go home. Do not play that game anymore. Don't play it. Whatever it is the universe is showing you. And I know the, the excuses are real, but now you're defending the conflict when you're saying, yeah, but when you go, Laura, yeah, but now you're defending the conflict. Now you're defending those limits in your reality because you've attached a story to it and the story is real to you and it's important and I understand that. But as long as you say, yeah, but, and you defend the conflict, you stay where you are. Yeah, but it's not going to get you anywhere. You have to change it. And you change it by not fixing in the outside world, but by controlling yourself. These are the things that I talk about over and over and over and over again. I'm not fixing reality. I'm fixing myself within my reality so that I stop responding to my reality because that's how I break it. That's how I break all the little patterns that I have. That's how I stop all the lies. That's how I reveal the truth to myself. I stop responding to my reality. Everything that causes you some form of pain, worry, fear, anger, sadness, doesn't matter what it is, stop responding to everything that causes you pain and you will reveal the truth to yourself about what is real. Because everything that causes you pain is a lie. Everything that causes you pain is a lie in your existing reality, whatever it is. I'm not talking about the stuff that happened when you were five. I'm talking about present day. Everything in your present day that causes you pain is a lie or it's not yours anyway, right? So if you're watching the news and picking up crap, that's just not yours, right? (laughs) So if that pisses you off, you need to just stop watching the news, right? But again, it's the same thing right? It really ends up being the same thing. Stop doing the thing that causes you pain. So if if watching the news causes you pain, well, guess what? Stop watching the news and it won't cause you pain. It's not putting your hand in the sand. You're not ignoring anything. You're not, you're not, not acknowledging your feelings. We're not, we're not doing a psychologist everywhere yelling and screaming. No, that's not it. You're simply trying to reveal the truth to yourself. 
And the truth to yourself is not the pain that you feel. So stop doing everything that causes you pain. Change the habit. So you feel better. Ultimately, that's where you end up. You feel better. And then when you do go back and look at those, because no, you're not going to keep your head in the sound forever. So then when you do go back and look at those, guess what? They don't bug you anymore. And you say, Laura, but now I'm desensitized. Nope, that's not it. You're going to see what you're looking at very, very differently when the lie does present itself. Right? So I'm back in exactly the same scenery. And I'm going to respond to it completely differently. Did I desensitize myself from it? No. What I did do was show myself that it wasn't true. And so the truth is that I get to do my work and enjoy my life, regardless of the crap that goes on around me. That's the truth. The head's not in the sand. I'm not desensitized. I'm not, not acknowledging my feelings. There's none of that going on. I'm simply showing myself the truth that if I continue on with my work, the problems will resolve themselves. That's it. That's the truth. As long as you say, I can't not pay attention, I'm not putting my head in the sand, I'm not going to desensitize myself, I'm not, I'm not going to do any of those things, Laura, then you stay in your limits. You stay in your little cage. And you will continue to be limited by your reality. Because you've chosen to defend the conflict because you've made up a story now about what I'm offering you. Because you say, Laura, that goes against what I read in my first year psych psychology textbook. Yep, probably does. But you got to do it anyway. Because that's how you break it. That's how you fix it. This is how we solve the problem. It's the only way around it, folks. It's the only way around it. All right, I'm going to leave it there. I hope that fills in some of the gaps for you. I hope you understand now what I mean and what I'm talking about here, what we're trying to do, break these cycles, break these limits, break down the glass ceilings, break down the walls, drop the house of cards. That's what we're doing. Right? Because all of that pain creates limitations for you in your current reality that you're not moving forward with because you feel trapped by them. The minute you feel stuck, you have a problem. That's a lie. It's not true. Now you have to break it so you can find the truth. That's the whole thing right there. Right. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. This has been Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share from whatever platform you happen to be listening to this on. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you later in the week. Have a good one, everybody. Bye for now. 
This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.